Atomicast. Hello, Atomics, and welcome to Atomicast. This Atomicast was recorded live in the Facebook group, and if you are watching live, you can ask us any questions that you have at the end of the live show. And then the main part of the podcast is going to be uploaded for the podcast player, so you can listen on the go. Today we're going to be talking about how to get more sales with what we're calling proactive sales. Yes. We've been working a lot recently with our Rebels on the Rebels program, and we've been working on this sales strategy. And one thing that we've realized when we're talking to the Rebels every single time is that a lot of them have been given up too soon when it comes to closing the sale. And we get it. Like the biggest fear anyone has when selling to a prospect is them thinking, or worse, even telling you, that you're coming across as too pushy. No one, no one wants that. But, and it's a big but, it's a giant, enormous but, <laughs> to grow your business, you do need to get the balance right between pushing yourself without coming across as pushy. Exactly. So we're going to give you some examples. I think the best way to kind of picture what proactive selling might look like in your own business is just to like run through some examples. I think before we jump into that, the first thing we just wanted to mention is this idea of prioritizing sales. I think for a lot of businesses, sales is not top of the priorities list. And we'll often distract ourselves with either working with our current clients or trying to get new clients, like doing all the sexy marketing stuff or the sexy content creation or kind of growing our audience and all of that stuff that sounds fun. And I think because sales inherently isn't, doesn't necessarily come naturally to a lot of people or they definitely don't enjoy it at least, it gets pushed down to the bottom of the list. So if you really do want to be proactive with selling, I think step one is just having that time dedicated in your diary for actual sales, for sales projects, for making time to follow up with people, for just being proactive with actually trying to grow your business. Because like me and Pete have always said over the years, like we make more money whenever we try to make more money. (laughs) I think that is so true. Like if we try, if we push ourselves, to actually close more sales, then your your income is going to go up. It's even just something as simple as looking at people that you know, your contacts, people that are clicking on your emails, or people that are engaging with you on social, and literally sending them a message like, hey, it's been good to engage with you recently, or hey, I noticed you did this, or hey, you know what, I've been thinking for a while, it would be great to work with you. Are you free tomorrow for a quick call? Like something as simple as that. But yeah, it's such a simple task that takes like literally a minute. But like we big it up so much in our head. We hold it back and we stop ourselves from doing it. And we want you to be more proactive because little actions like that consistently add up to lots of sales calls or lots of meetings or lots of sales, whichever way that your sales process works. It just adds up and it builds up to more money. This is actually a true story. I came around to work from Pete's office today and he said, oh, I've got a a new sales call booked in the diary tomorrow with someone that (laughs) we we don't even know that well. I was like, oh, how did that happen? He said, well, I saw he checked out something that we emailed. So I dropped him an email and asked if he wanted to chat. It was one line. (laughs) It was like the most casualist email. 
But I think... And you've got Tim tomorrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so just getting into the habit of doing that kind of thing is really important. Some other examples, sales pages. I think none of us are very proactive with trying to improve our sales pages. One of our members, KPC, actually emailed us a few days ago. I'm sure she won't mind us saying this, that after doing the redoing Laura Robinson's training here in Atomic on sales page in a day, like she's seen an immediate up, um, increase, in, increase conversions. in conversions on that sales page. And how easy would it have been for Kate to say to herself, I've got a sales page, like it's working okay, like that will do, I'm going to do something else. But she actually took the time, she put in the work, she redid the training, improved her sales page, and is like making more money now than she was like a few weeks ago. Because she's actually spent the time to proactively improve that. Our goal getter sales page that we launched only a few months ago, I think we're on like version three or version like 3.1 of it now, because often when we're trying to sell something, especially if it's something new, and I know a lot of you are launching new products, like we're not gonna nail it out of the gate. Like we can try our best to gather as much data and talk to as many people as we want, but until we've actually tried to sell something, you're not gonna know everything until you've actually tried to sell it, is what I'm trying to say. Like you will learn stuff as you go and no, you cannot, you will learn things, ways to improve your sales processes, way better actually trying to sell than like just guesstimating before you actually try to sell it. Yeah, and just on that note, like if you literally ask people, is there anything in particular, like why, why you didn't buy? Or is anything in particular holding you back? And people will literally tell you why it's not resonating with them or what's holding them back. And usually they're quite honest about it. And mm -hmm. there's something that you can actually do about it for either that person or uh, future people. So that's actually something uh, that we do recommend a lot, just asking people why they're not buying. You'll learn so much more when you're trying to sell and asking them why than any market research that you can ever do. Yes. Another good example would be to not roll over and give give up like every single time you hear an objection in, in buy-in. Uh, if you're in a sales call or email conversation or whatever that is, you need to find ways to conquer those objections. Go back to the people who had them. And an example, one of our rebels, like they made an extra 5K last month by simply hearing an objection to a sales email. And together we came up with a way to solve that objection, which is pretty simple actually. And then what she did was she emailed her all her whole audience again, her whole list. This time, like, fully, like, confronting the objection, like, hey, some of you might be thinking this is a problem. However, think about it this way, right? Here's a solution to that objection. And she made an extra 5K in sales like that just because she had been more proactive with the sales. She would she'd actually spoken to people, asked what the feedback was, oh, that's your objection, and then sent an email to our full list. Yes, so that's another way of being more proactive with your selling, actually proactively handling, or work, firstly working out what the objections are, and then proactively handling them. In the payday section of the Become Atomic program, we talk about objection mining, and actually get into the root cause of what objections actually are because top level objections are things like I don't have time, like I don't have the money, um, 
not the right time right now, but for for later. But they're kind of top level, and usually there's like an underlying objection mm. that they've maybe not understood what the ROI would be on buy-in, or like they feel like it's too time-consuming because they're actually doing like X, Y, Z already, but your service can solve that. So like just digging a bit deeper into what those objections actually are and being a lot more proactive. And like I think this is when somebody... It's an interesting one, this one, especially with objections, because people will often think that they've been told no to buying when they actually haven't been told no. They've just been given an objection that is solvable. So we're not saying like, again, this is the fine line between being pushy and being proactive because like if you do get a hard no and like you go back and you're like, no, you are wrong. You need it for this reason and this reason. There is a line there, right? Where you're going to cross over and be pushy. But most people are so far behind the line. They're not even like at the line yet. And they've (laughs) just heard like the first objection. And to them, it sounds like a no and it's not. So we need to just dig a bit deeper into what those objections are. Yeah, I can't count the amount of times where someone has like immediately told me an objection and potentially said things like, oh, you know what? I don't think I'm right for this right now because, you know, I've got a lot going on or I've got cash flow issues or something like this. But those are things that once you actually listen and problem mine, mm-hmm. you can actually then understand what the real problem is and come up with a great solution that not only helps them, but obviously gets the sale as well. Yes. See how in each of these scenarios, it would have been easy to keep version one of that sales page or like tell yourself nobody likes those sales emails. Or if you hear an objection or if you're ghosted by a client even, then you could easily just give up. But just by being a bit more tenacious, a bit more proactive, by like not giving up at that first hurdle, I think... It's, it's a realization, isn't it, as well, that sometimes sales does take a little bit of work. And sometimes you do need to kind of push yourself to, to land that sale, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's not the same as being pushy. It's, it's more about believing in yourself and not giving up on yourself is the key. Yes, yes. Don't be worried about rejection. Yes. Don't be worried about being pushy. <laughs> You're not there yet. Trust me. All right, guys, if you have got any questions about being more proactive with your selling and you are watching live, we'd love you to drop any comments or questions that you've got in the chat right now. We're going to end the recording here of this podcast and just have a discussion with anyone that is watching live. If you are watching this on the replay or you're listening on the podcast player, then please do use the group. Like We're very passionate about making you guys a bit more proactive when it comes to selling. And we hope you can see, like, the the real benefits of this. Yes. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll see you all very soon.